Yeah. What up? What up? We back live in effect. We here. We here. Ooh, it, it feels like we've been building up to this day <laughs> for some time now. For so long. I was gonna sing for you, but I don't know the rest <laughs> of it. Were you singing "Ribbon in the Sky"? Yes. Yes. Okay. Oh. But you said for so long, and he starts it by for so long. I think he does anyway. That's a whole another situation. But <laughs> um, we back. Yeah, we are season five. It's here. It's among us. I, oh my god! I uh, didn't get the opportunity to watch this previous seasons beforehand, but. I was super appreciative that they had a little recap in the beginning because Lord knows I forgot some intricate details. (laughs) Did you really? Well, I watched it. I watched season four yesterday or the day before. Either way, I watched just the last season because I say it was probably like June, July-ish. I watched the whole series over Mm -hmm. because I'm like, I was caught up on all my shows. There wasn't no like summer shows starting that I really wanted to watch. So I just literally watched seasons one through four on HBO. And so I was all caught up for the most part, but I just wanted a little refresher on four. And I'll be honest in saying that I I may have had a little bit of a change of heart on a few opinions. Mm, This will be interesting because if you guys are familiar, if you guys are worried to wind down lifers, um, you know that we had some very uh, decisive opinions on certain people in the show, certain takes on certain things that went on uh, in Insecure. Yeah. Yeah. But for those who are new joining us, welcome to the Insecure Recap. Um, this episode is Reunited. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, and if you're familiar, we were doing lives, and when we first started this, shout out to Nikki for um, pretty much creating this brainchild. Um, up, we man. were on live. I was drinking. She had the water. I had the wine. <laughs> pretty much us in a nutshell. <laughs> but, um, we pretty much were going over each of the episodes, talking about our opinions on different characters, the ways things played out. And here we're going to break down this first episode, which... I'm not gonna lie. I was fooled at the beginning because um, I came in and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna watch. I know it'll be a little late, but I'm gonna hit it on HBO Max. Shout out to you again. Um, mm-hmm. So I logged in and I was like, 41 minutes. I said, oh, they doing? They giving us bonus coverage? <laughs> Never. I got hyped and then I realized the beginning was the recap and then the end was the yep. the recap for them. <laughs> so yep. I said, ah, but. With that being said, what was your initial take? So, like, without thinking about it too hard, like, what was the first thing or first couple of things you thought of after seeing that episode? First of all, really good episode. I I, I like that they came back and covered so much and then kind of hinted at so much. So I was really excited about that because, um, you know, for us, Insecure lifers like we we know these characters like they are our friends so for us to be taken away from them for so long I was really excited to see how everything kind of you know obviously it picked up right where it left off but I mean like two months later um but to see like how things were still awkward with Issa and Yvonne and um 
even just the friend dynamic of the four of them as well. And then just kind of hinting at things going on with Derek and Tiffany. Like, it's just so many things that I'm like, man, I miss my people. Like, I was so happy to like, it was like, it was like, I got reunited with them too. Like, um, of course it was shot beautifully. Like I feel like they, they showed a good light of, of a different part of California. We, you know, we normally get like the, the LA sky, you know, scenes with the palm trees and things, but we got to see like, you know, San Francisco or Frisco or whatever they call it. Um, and, uh, like the, you know, from the bridge and Stanford's campus is actually beautiful. I've actually been there before and they showed it really, really like dope. So I don't know. It was just really a really good episode. I was really satisfied. I took a lot of notes. Um, one thing that did pop out, well, two things that popped out to me, wardrobe and the soundtrack, Mm. bro, they was dressing like when I tell you when the budgets get to get expanded, you, you see some looks. And I was here for all the looks. And then the soundtrack, like literally the intro song had me like, yep, it, another one, another banger with the soundtrack. So that was my, I got, like I said, I got a lot of notes. So I ain't going to go too far and too deep, too quick. So what was, what was your takeaways? So for me, the first, the, the easily the first takeaway was like, Honestly, the whole time, not gonna lie, I'm like, where El Boogie at? Where my boy Lawrence at, man? I honestly forgot if he went to Stanford or not. So I was like, thought he was gonna pop up or whatever the case was, but that's on me. I honestly forgot where he went to school. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was like, where he at? I just wanted to see Mans and make sure he was good out here. The hive is still alive. Like, I had to make sure, you know, we got we set the tone. I'm like, all right, this this is cool, but I'm like, where Lawrence at? The Hive is alive in season five. <laughs> <laughs> we back, we back. But um, the second thing I took note of is the the Greek in me. Obviously, seeing um, well, I was gonna say Amanda, but um, mm-hmm. man, I forget her name already. <laughs> um, she had her letters on, and then um, when they were talking about the the Omegas party, I was like, okay. <laughs> um, when they said it's not like booty yeah. crack. I was, I was because we've all we've all been there. We have all been to a cue party to smell like booty crack for just, obvious just reasons. Sweat, but. sweat. Shout out to the cues, though. Shout out to y'all. <laughs> just sweat in the hot. Just sweat and crack. But anyway, mm. that was the other thing I noticed. And then last thing, just a little deep. Um, mm-hmm. This episode was kind of a cool look into kelly and like a little more of her dynamic and personality yeah um only because i felt like you know she's always been the funny girl she's always been like the one that you know they never really dove too deep into like what she got going on or like her life yeah um and granted they didn't go too crazy but they did kind of give you more of a scope of what she was in college and then what the whole thing as far as oh by the way if you listen to spoilers yeah so hopefully you watch this like stop playing Spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. <laughs> but um the one thing I was gonna say is just that was cool to see a different side of Kelly and like get to know yeah. her a little bit better. So those were my quick Absolutely. quick little takeaways. Okay. So so I I have a question for you. And it pertains to the show. Um and I, I have like a list of questions actually, but like um what if if you could have a meeting 
with your undergrad self, mm. maybe not in the bathroom mirror, but if you could have a meeting with your undergraduate self, what would you say to undergrad Aaron? Like what advice would you give him? What, um, you know, what, what would that conversation look like? Oh yeah, I got you real quick. That, it's tough only because the the irony of it was I was just out with a bunch of friends from college. Um, shout out to Keith. Happy birthday, Keith. Um, Happy birthday, Keith. And we were just talking about old times and like people we went to school with and different things like that. And mm-hmm. I don't necessarily reflect too deeply in college. I feel like what I did in college, like I don't really have any regrets or anything like that. I would say the one thing I wish I, uh, or what I would say to myself or college self is just to just, I guess, get to where I was trying to go faster as far as being myself Mm -hmm. and coming into my Mm -hmm. own. And grant, like life has progressions and things that happen that shape you. So, you know, I can't say that certain things probably would alter my path, but I just felt like I was you know, kind of to myself and it took me a while to fully open up and I mm-hmm. feel sometimes I missed out on certain things, but I really don't have too much. I say, I'll be like, yo, you doing your thing, bro. Like <laughs> POP, <laughs> hold it down. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, that would probably be my, my one, one thing. Oh, the one thing I would tell me is save your money because I had a decent amount of money saved up and I was spending it on mm-hmm. dumb things like food, like unnecessary okay. food. That's the only thing I would tell college me. But outside of that, you're doing your thing, man. Keep, <laughs> keep striving and prospering. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. I, I think I would tell undergrad Nikki, um, don't, <laughs> I promise this is no pun intended whatsoever, but don't let your insecurities get the best of you. Mm-hmm. Like, insecurities are a lie they they're they are literally a lie and it's a lie that you tell yourself um so i would definitely tell her that because she was a very insecure person again no pun intended just (laughs) in real life that was that was my reality um and then also like i don't know how i don't know if i have a gentle way of putting this but um I would tell her to put herself before others in a lot of situations. Cause I look back at college and even, you know, postgraduate life where I put a lot of people's lives ahead of mine and like what they had going on. And it's not that like the, anybody else wouldn't do it for me in return, but I just realized if I would have focused on myself and focused on my own goals, that I probably would have been a whole lot, I would have been like you kind of like you were saying i would have been me but sooner okay so another question or do you okay do we want to go away from questions or do we want to kind of like talk about the episode let's let's kind of dive into the episode and then we can get back um because i think in this episode there was there was a lot going on and i feel like you know We've been asking for hour long episodes. We've asked for 45. And we've got nothing. Minute episodes. <laughs> and we have nothing right. to, to report here. So, with that all being said, I feel as if this episode one had 
there was it was a nice kind of look back at just kind of seeing their friend dynamic. Um, I was reminded of obviously the tension between Molly and Issa, um, but it seems as if I don't know what the timeline between when the season ended up till now was like. How was it? Is months? It months? Was it like a year? Two months? Whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Two months. Okay. So it seemed as if like yeah things have been awkward because I guess they haven't been around each other as far as um, yeah Molly and Issa, but. It wasn't like you know in the past when they had their awkward tension or things like that. It was always just like, you know, they were always throwing shade to each other or whatever the case is. But the one thing I noticed in the episode was when there was times of them being awkward and kind mm-hmm. of interacting, they were yeah. always supportive of each other, uh, which was I thought was a little different in the past where you know Molly might use that to take a dig or Issa might make a joke about. Molly's past or whatever the case was, it seemed as if when Issa was talking about, you know, being nervous and the whole panel thing and all these stuff, or when she was kind of mm-hmm. excited about being on the panel and Molly could have took that opportunity to kind of chop her down because she was kind of in her bag, but right. she didn't. She was just showing her support. They went to the event. They had a conversation. It's still awkward because they were filling each other out, but I thought it was dope how it kind of, the dynamic wasn't you know, rooted around yeah. shade and hate and anything like that. It was I like, think it I'm was in that awkward stage of where there's no animosity, but there's no connection either. So it's like they, I feel like last season there was like, there was an underlying beef, you know what I'm saying? Like a tone of, of beef throughout. I think they settled their beefs at the end of season four when they like met up at the Ethiopian restaurant um obviously like we didn't see that part but like um uh but yeah so one thing that I did take note of is after the um the panel situation I noticed that Molly was trying to give effort of like conversation with Issa and Issa was giving her nothing in return But then I was also thinking about the fact that like everything that Molly was trying to talk about, it was almost like the roles kind of reversed a little bit because even though Issa had just had that awkward moment and instead of Molly just automatically going to the AKA event with Tiffany, like it seemed like, no, I'm like, she was listening to Kelly's advice, which is, you know, when she needs you be there for her. And it's like when they were walking and, uh, Molly, but it seemed like Molly was trying to make it about herself, which I feel like was a very season four Issa type of thing. Like, yeah, something just awkward, awkward happened to Issa and Issa probably wants to talk about that. But you over here talking about your college fling that, you know, was just a friends with benefits situation. And then you start bringing up Andrew and stuff like that. Like Issa gave her nothing to go with, (laughs) like whatsoever. But I just thought it was interesting that it was like a dynamic shift because I feel like last season, Issa was the one with the issues and she would come to Molly at the most unopportune times like with her issues. And Molly would, you know, take notice of the fact that like, here you go again, making it about you. But here, Molly was trying to make it about her. But I do think that it was really dope how they came, you know, seemed to come together towards the end, no matter how it happened. But, um... I'm hoping in like season, not season, but episode two, 
then we can get more of like a bonded experience of them maneuvering through the rest of the season versus like keeping this whole awkward thing going. Yeah, I think it just, it's going to take a little time. And I did notice like, I think it was not that Issa wasn't, you know, she didn't give Molly anything, but I think she was holding back because I think Mm -hmm. to show growth on both sides, like, I knew Molly was talking about herself, but I think she was just trying to break the tension and have her speaking. And I guess when she first was talking to her about everything, Issa wasn't necessarily as forthcoming. So she figured like, oh, I'll just kind of, not yeah. necessarily try to talk about herself per se on purpose. And granted, I do not like Molly. I am <laughs> certified Molly hater club. Like, and this is me defending her because I thought that she actually was trying to like yeah she was trying to take the weight off of her almost, but um Issa was kind of in her like I think Issa didn't want to say anything that would be how she would respond typically to what she says because you know when Molly has mm-hmm. her man issues or whoever she's dating Issa always has some, well that's always how, like yeah that's how, like you know how you do like you don't you don't mess with these dudes or whatever the case may be. Um, and she kind of did a little bit, kind of say a little joke, but it was one of those things where it was more lighthearted as opposed to right. like, I'm trying to And I definitely think she like, maneuvered that well, even with asking like, you want my opinion versus just giving her opinion? Like, I think that does show growth because sometimes people will just give you an opinion that you don't ask for. And you don't necessarily always want somebody's opinion, right. especially if you already feel shaky about something. The last thing you need is somebody to, you know, dump a negativity uh, train in your direction if it's something that you already are kind of unsure about. But I like like you said, I saw growth on both of their behalves when it came to that, because like. I felt like in the at the end of last season, Issa was the one giving all of the effort towards mending their friendship. And towards the end, like Molly was the one that called her to the Ethiopian restaurant to talk. And then opening up with this episode, seeing that she like, you know, was talking to Issa, trying to support Issa, trying to, and even going to Kelly asking like, you know, how long did it take y'all to get back on good terms? Like you can see Molly giving the effort that she was not giving in season four whatsoever. So I thought that was really, 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 really Mm -hmm. dope. But, um, so one thing, that also stuck out to me in the episode was like the kind of like the underlying theme of like being in your thirties and expecting to be somewhere that you're not quite there yet. Or, you know, especially comparing yourselves to people comparing yourself to others who have made it or quote unquote air quotes made it. Um, And I thought that was pretty Mm -hmm. interesting. Like, and of course, I guess in spaces of reunion, you it's hard not to compare yourself or it's hard not to look at people and be like, oh, she had all them kids. And then Tiffany's like, well, should we have brought our daughter? And, you know, anything from like, oh, she ain't changed at all to the girl who, you know, tried to rob him. Like, she ain't changed. Like, <laughs> I, I knew something was up with that whole situation. It just seemed a little too rehearsed for some reason. But I don't know. I just feel like, I I love how this show hits on the thought process of people that are like in their 30s. Like it's so I don't know, it's just so like necessary cuz 
I feel like at all, all of us at some point have been in that place where it's like, I'm not quite where I want to be. And especially if you get like an honor or win an award or get a promotion or something like that. And you're just, you mm-hmm. kind of start to second guess things where it's like, I ain't even, I ain't even made it yet. And like Issa's answer to the last question on the panel was so honest when it's like, when do you know you're on the right path? You kind of don't, you, you never really do. Cause even if you find success, like you can find success monetarily and like financially, but like your worth work life, balance could be trash or your, you know, self-worth could be trash, but you know, you got a lot of money in your account or in her, her situation. She's like, I don't know if I'm making the right decision by owning this business. Like we, we haven't gotten there yet. So I just thought that was really dope as well for them to hit on that. Because again, I feel like we've all been there or there. Yeah. That was super relatable. Um, Especially the part where, she talked about having that like shift in her career, like literally mm-hmm. trying something new in her thirties and not to say, I don't think I'm in that like same exact mm-hmm. same situation, but for me, it's, I feel like, you know, me moving into my, my role now mm-hmm. was like later in the game. And, and I did relate a lot to what she was saying. And I thought it was like one of those things where, you know, you talk about, what makes you happy and like what your priorities are and what, you know, things change over time. Like at one time, you know, she was talking to herself in the mirror. She was mm-hmm. like, Oh, you a doctor mm-hmm. you a, or it's not a doctor, a lawyer. Like you and Molly opened that firm or whatever the case was. And it's like, you know, at one point she could have went that path or right. like that was what she wanted to do. And then things change. And I feel like that's important to note is like, one, it's like you can, as long as you, are happy and you know you're fulfilled and you you know you're doing what you're doing it's like you kind of just have to roll with it at the time no. it's like you, you won't ever know and that's something i gotta tell myself because <laughs> you know me um <laughs> i like to know things and i like to have a, mm-hmm. a mapped out or everything planned out and it's like as much as you plan some mm-hmm. things never go accordingly or you know it might not always go the way you think it will so that was just pretty cool to kind of see that too. Cause it felt very relatable. Um, yeah. I think that's why a lot of people. And love I love that. Like sure. even the space that she's in with it is so honest. Like when they were asking her like what block stood for and she's like, well, you know, it's, you know, black life opportunities, culture, and you know, we still working on the last seat. Like she, it, I love how honest it was, especially like as an entrepreneur, it feels like you are always trying to figure things out. And for people with nine to fives and things like that, like a lot of stuff is like spelled out for y'all already. Like you walk in the door knowing like, this is what I have to do. Like, these are my tasks. An entrepreneur, you never know. Like you, I could wake up tomorrow and have a whole heap of tasks that I never even would have imagined. And I just love how honest it was. She was on the panel. I love how honest it was in the beginning. Um, As far as like her not even remembering what the last C stood for, like, I I applaud her though because it's like people don't show that side of entrepreneurship. Like if you're successful, all you see, all people see is your success. They don't necessarily see the beginning stages where it doesn't look like it makes sense. And I really hope that like as the season progresses, we get to see like block take off, like for real. Um what else was I gonna say? I had something else to say about that. I can't remember. 
but yeah, it, it was definitely relatable. Um, just as far as like the, the, the power of a pivot, like I always say, um, a good pivot can change the trajectory of, of your whole life. And sometimes you don't know if you're making the right decision by that or not. But I still say if you're in a place where you're miserable, where you're at, why not try something a little different and see how things go? And speaking of, like, I was really excited right. to see that, like, right. Kelly has a podcast now. Like, what is it? Uh, Prinnies mm-hmm. Perguntas. Um, I thought that was, <laughs> I, I think, um, I thought that was really dope. And I thought the the question that she brought up as well was was really, I think it was like a, what's it called? I don't know the word for it. I was going to say foreshadowing, but it wasn't really foreshadowing. But I think it was like overarching for this being like the last season of the show. And when she asks like, mm-hmm. you know, if you knew you were going to be at the end or whatever, like, how would you, what, or what would you, how would you make of the time that you have left? So I thought that was really dope that that's how they kind of like ended the first episode because like, obviously we know it's coming to an end. So like, I don't know. I just felt like it was a play on that. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I just thought it was dope. Yeah. I, I like that. Um, to my, I thought it was foreshadowing. I mean, obviously mm-hmm. we know this is the last season, but it almost felt like, you could look at the different dynamics of the relationships that's going on. So like, I mean, obviously it like blended right into, mm-hmm. you know, El Boogie on the scene. Um, so I thought honestly it was kind of speaking to their situation and it could probably relate yeah. to a couple other situations too, but um, we haven't seen those kind of mm-hmm. um, show themselves yet. But before, I mean, I I want to mm-hmm. dive into the whole ending mm-hmm. <laughs> post show, but um, I know obviously there's a couple other things, and I don't think they necessarily fully kind of developed or whatever. But you got to see a little more of Derek and Tiffany. Oh my gosh! I forget her name. You don't have a man coming for us. I know Derfany. Um, <laughs> um, Derek and Tiffany, like you saw their relationship and. It felt like um, yeah. Tiffany was in a way better place as far as from how the season ended. So I think it'll be interesting. I know like you got some kind of insight into, you know, they seem normal conversation. And at the end, um, Derek mm-hmm. coming in and she's with the baby and stuff like that. So it, I guess there might be some more there, but I felt like they were kind of back on track and like their normal selves. And it seemed like for mm-hmm. them, this was a nice time to get away. Um and it seems like they kind of have to find a balance for her as far as like having yeah. her and them have their own time and then obviously with the kid and all that stuff too. So I thought that was interesting. Um, obviously, we talked about Molly and her growth of kind of turning down mm-hmm. old boy and not giving into that when sometimes in the moment of weakness, she might just hit up yeah. the dude and be like, slide through. <laughs> um, so I thought that was cool too as like the show was kind of ending. But of course... <laughs> The main, the main attraction, <laughs> Lawrence holding up okay. the show with his oh, hands. Right. Uh, <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> nah, I um, whoo, I wasn't ready for that. Can we, can we talk right about away. the the nonverbal acting I, uh, of Issa in that scene though? Wow. Oh, oh, it was. I was in my mind. I was like, 
I wanted I wanted to say something like, like oh <laughs> gosh, it was like I, I don't even know how you can tell a whole story without saying a word like that. That was insane. I I don't know mm-hmm. I. So it makes me really wonder, like, what's going on with uh, Condoleezza and this baby? And if that's the reason why they, you know, got to this point, or is it distance? Because if I'm not mistaken, wasn't they in L.A. at the end? Yeah, I think he flew in to see her. No, he 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 was driving. Yeah. Or no, maybe... No, but drove. then, like, when he was talking about the no, restaurant, and she's like, "I think they're closed." Like, he hadn't been there in a while, so it's like, "What is what is going on here?" Yeah, there was there was a couple things I was confused about too. Um, I just took it for like the surface, and I'm like, I'm sure the other things are gonna uh, I mean, manifest obviously. itself at some point. But I just took it for <laughs> I took it for him. Like they they were trying to make it work, and I'm sure it was some conversation, you know, in these two months where it was like, you know, let's you know hang out, and I guess maybe they hung out here and there, but he was mm-hmm. still in San Francisco and whatever he was managing. I don't know what the baby situation was, but probably seems as if like he's trying to take care mm-hmm. of the baby or be there in some capacity. Um, and I guess for her, she thought like because everything was going well before that happened and she wanted to be with Lawrence that was going to work. But I think she just felt like she was kind of carrying mm-hmm. his burden of, you know, this kid and all this stuff. And I think after that whole weekend in Stanford, she just kind of was like, you know what? Like we've been faking it. He was trying to, they were like forcing I mean, the convo. I, just felt like he, I thought I was going to see interaction with them in San Francisco. Like I, you know, season four ended with him getting the job in San Francisco. Stanford is in San Francisco. So I just thought that they was going to end it, like not necessarily end it there, but I thought we were going to see him there and like that didn't happen. But I mean, you got to understand it's only been two months. So there's no, there shouldn't be no baby yet. So can Condoleezza, I know her name Mm. is Condola y'all, but Condoleezza should have been she should be still pregnant. So if anything, I'm like, right. if the baby ain't here yet, where's this moment of like tension? Or is it just the fact that she's having his baby? Yeah, I think it's more so that I think she thought she could handle it. She thought it would be fine. Like she didn't think yeah. it would be that big of a deal or whatever the case would be. But I think it started to wear on her more and more. And then obviously mm-hmm. she had her moment on the panel and, you know, obviously not, not mm-hmm. where she wants to be in life. And she's got that, all that pressure on her just from yeah. her career point of view. And now she's dealing with being, you know, a potential, you know, fake well, she wouldn't mom. be a fake mom. <laughs> she would be like a um, step mom or a bonus mom. They, they count too. Bonus mom. Okay. That's, yeah. that, that's, that's better. That sounds better. Um, <laughs> but now nah, to your point, I think, I just think it is, she had a lot going on and she didn't want to have to worry about yeah. this dynamic of her yeah, life, I mean, this part she... of her life. So she kind of was like, instead of forcing it, 
and I mean, it makes sense in a in a sense. Like, do I want to see them together? Absolutely. Like, and do I think before this is all said and done? I do. do you? I do. Do you now? I I like them. I like them Ooh. together. I like like after rewatching season four, I like them. I still think that in the first few episodes, he was a bit of a <clears throat> bum, but. I understand things happen, so you know it is what it is. However, comma, um, I feel as though they're not going to be together. Like, so I was gonna ask you if you wanted to go into predictions, like to 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 wrap this up, kind of. But one of my uh, predictions is that they are not going to end up together. Um which makes me sad. I don't have no inside scoop or nothing. This ain't no spoiler or nothing. I, this is just me thinking this. Um, but I also feel like it's because like in interviews and stuff that I've watched of her, she's like really nervous of how her audience, how the audience is going to take this last season. Um, and she's, you know, said that she really hopes that like people like it and things like that. So it leads me to believe that like either, either it's going to end on like a cliffhanger or they're not going to be together. Like, I don't know. I just have a feeling there's something about like the ending ending of the series is not gonna sit right with me and the girls. Just saying. I guess in the past too. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> nah my going into the season, my prediction, and I think I might have said it on the podcast too, but my prediction was that Andrew was the baby daddy. <laughs> Granted, I know this sounds oh. crazy. I know this is like a way left prediction, but I just remember their interact. I, there was some interaction. They ran by each other or something and they seemed to know each other. And I felt like there's more there mm-hmm. and I don't know what it is, but I think it's. Remember originally we thought further. that I also thought, uh, Andrew was her ex-husband, but she said Mark. Yeah. His name is Mark. So that's not the, that's not the connection. Uh, I mean, Right. Well, Folks change you know, their names every you know, stranger <laughs> things have happened. I um, just, I, I just wish we could nah. have gotten like all the episodes. Like, so, this is one of those situations where I wish somebody would just leak <laughs> it and like, I love you, Issa, and I will watch every every single episode anyway, Sunday nights at ten. But I just, I just gotta know. Like, I just need to know. Yeah. I gotta know. <laughs> I gotta know. <laughs> Nah, I feel you. I I just felt like there was so much good stuff mm-hmm. here, and it was building. Yeah, and it was just taking. I feel like all me. season four I, of them uh, getting back together, like well, not all of season four, but you know, in the episodes where they started to get back together, I'm just like, oh, here we are. This is what we've been waiting for. And then first episode of season five, we breaking up with silence. Like, come on, <laughs> man. Come on, man. Not yeah. fair. It was definitely a lot, but I like because it mm-hmm. happened so early in the game. Now I'm just kind of thrown off a little bit, and like I'm still Lawrence High, but I'm almost like, damn, like I I was waiting for this to to right. flourish and prosper and take off, and then I felt like any kind of prediction and hope that I had was like taken away. So now give me like a <laughs> week to kind of sit with this, like. I got to go back in the lab and kind right. of figure out like what I think is going to happen. I just don't know now. Cause obviously with the, 
previews for I don't even know if it was the previews for the next episode or the next season or, or not the next. Season, I didn't even the next, see the preview um, rest yet. Of the season. Oh, oh, so yes, I'm, I'm gonna watch it. I mean, you're yeah. gonna watch it. I know at some point you're gonna tune in. Um, they had a couple different previews. So one of them was Lawrence oh. moves back to LA. So they're like, and then like I don't know who's I forget who's speaking, but they're like, yo, Lawrence, why did Lawrence move back to LA? Like. Like, it's done for him here. And then there's one thing I think Issa says something to the fact of, like, why is he following mm-hmm. me or whatever the case is. Um, mm-hmm. And there's that dynamic. Then there's a couple of different things that play out between, you know, obviously Oof. the clip of Kofi. Fine uh, she sees Kofi. Kofi and, uh, Molly got her short hair out and she's with mm-hmm. her family and her pops or whatever. And there's just like a couple of different like clips and stuff. Okay. So I think it's for the rest of the season. But the fact is, at least we know now Lawrence that at some point okay. in time, Lawrence moves back to LA. And we don't know necessarily under what circumstance right. or why or when, but sometime in this season, he moves back. So that leads me to believe. And then there was just like, it seems as if he's still I trying to get so. her back. Like, shoot, y'all went through is. too so. much to like. I feel like after all that, just be together. Like, just just make it happen. Y'all gonna be happy. Y'all gonna figure it out. Like, but I also understand Issa's frustration of the whole situation, especially when it seems like nothing in her life is like on stable footing for real. Like, as far as her, you know, still being right. like the the property manager, not being like exactly what, what did she say? I wrote it down. Um, just as far as her like not getting stuck on what she's not and and where she's not and i feel like that whole yeah lawrence situation i feel like she had to she had to find clarity on something so i think ending it was her way to do that which you know makes sense um but i i get it but at the same time i'm like isa like isa it's so ghetto in these single streets why would you do this to yourself like I feel like you'll find more frustration being single than having to deal with somebody who's having a kid with somebody else. Like pretty low hanging fruit out here, sis. Like <laughs> just saying he's a good dude now. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it, I don't think I thought I would see today. I feel like you turned the new leaf on. I, just, I mean, I'm here. For I, I have grown over these past few years as well. And you know, life has happened to me as well. I've experienced real live depression. So I get the whole not getting, not being able to get out of the bed. I get, I get brother Lawrence. I will also say, I mean, if y'all have been a fan of, of watching us talk about this show, do you know, I've had very strong opinions about him. Because I am so very much so team Issa, good, bad, and different. I love me some Issa. And I I mean, Lawrence just wasn't on his stuff for a very long time. And Issa wasn't fulfilled. Yeah. And I'm not justifying cheating by any means, but it was like she wasn't happy. I would not have handled the situation the same way Issa did. I probably would have just left or kicked him out or something like that. Like, you know, whatever. But I don't know. I feel like after watching season four again and seeing his effort and trying and things like that, he's not as bad as I thought he was. 
But understand, he did have like a very, very, very long down season where it's like, brother, at some point, you just gotta, you, you gotta get it together. You kind, you gotta tighten up just a little bit, like just, just a tad. Just a tad. I think, I think I could. Yeah. Settle at that. I think you know. Speaking of turning new leaves, maybe we don't. Uh, maybe we don't we beef don't. as much this I, year. I, mean, uh, this I also feel like I'm. I'm very much so in the. Um, I I ain't gonna debate too much. So after a while, I'm gonna just hit you with a okay, and keep it moving. So. <laughs> yeah, I think to be honest, I think because it's the last season, I think, and, and honestly, because we've grown a little yeah. bit and had different experiences, I think moving forward i don't i mean we'll see mm-hmm. how the sh- like the season plays out but i think at least when it comes to lawrence and Issa, like yeah. where they are at this very point like yeah if we put bygones in the past and things that have occurred where they're at right now like i think we could both agree oh yeah that we want to see them together i'm sure the world majority yeah. of the world wants to see them together um i did see some people on social media talking about no. bringing daniel back and i'm like let him and his bad beat making <laughs> self stay where he I, at. Yeah. Okay. No, <laughs> Daniel beats is can trash. stay away. And what's the what's the other guy? Nathan. Nathan can stay away. Nathan. Like I, I, at this point, we're so invested in Issa and Lawrence. Like I don't I don't want nobody else. Like it's fine as Kofi is if he is coming on here as a love interest for Issa. Go away, Kofi. Like, this is not what, first of all, like, no. Like, it's too late in the game. Season three, Kofi, sure. Season five, no, Kofi. We trying to we trying to see a wedding, okay? We trying to get invited to a, a to a LA wedding at the sunset with the palm trees with Issa and Lawrence. We don't have time for your, you know, beautiful dark skin and brown eyes and beautiful white teeth to come in here <laughs> and mess all this up. We don't need your chiseled abs. We don't need any of that. Like, we keep that over yonder. We are here for Issa and Lawrence. We are way too invested. It's like a relationship that I've been in. After we've been through all this, we better end up together. Like, because if not, then what? Like, mm-mm. Mm-mm. Right. And it's like, I can, I can finally, like, put myself in Lawrence's shoes where I can understand why he would want to be with Issa. Like good, bad, and different. I can see that. I can see why Issa, and at the same time, I can see why Issa doesn't want to be with Lawrence right now. Like because of the good, bad, and and different. Like that's a lot to have to take on to have somebody have somebody else have somebody who is having a baby with somebody else. But it's not impossible. So like Issa, just keep that in mind. Just saying. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. That's fair for 100%. But with that being said, (laughs) we shall see. (laughs) No, I'm I'm super excited to see how this season goes. Um, Obviously, if you listen to this, you're going to want to tune in for our Water to Wind Down this evening. Well, I don't know when you're going to listen to this, but if you listen to this on Monday when we're going to go live, then it'll be this evening. and we welcome you to join us in the conversation. Please watch the episode before you hop on the live because there will be spoilers. Obviously, if you made it to this point of the podcast and you've already heard all the spoilers, but just saying there'll be more um, in 
the live as well. <laughs> yeah, so we we gonna be doing this every Her week. week. Every episode drops. Yes. Chat with us on Monday. We gonna talk about all the things. I know folks got some things they want to talk about. More time is gonna be full of effects, <laughs> so we look forward to seeing you online.